Welcome back to Round Guy Radio, and we've been covering so much sports, we have kind of uh, let the rest of Southeast Iowa kind of uh, to the side, but uh, we have a guy that can catch us up on all of that, uh, as author of Christie's Journey, The Beat Goes On, and also KCII's star reporter, reporting on all things Southeast Iowa, or In Touch with Southeast Iowa, I think is the name of the program. We have John Bain with us. Welcome back to the program, John. Thank you, Dave. It's great to be back. Well, uh, tell us about some of the stories that you've been covering lately. On Is it called In Touch with Southeast Iowa? Yeah, it is the, I want to give a nod out to the sponsors, the J.J. Nickting Company In Touch with Southeast Iowa on KCII Radio. It's on three times a day, weekdays. It's on in the morning, midday, and evening magazines at 7 noon and 5 p.m. and that's Monday through Friday and then it's also available on kciiradio.com whenever you want to listen to it as a podcast you just go to kciiradio.com and click on podcast and click on in touch with southeast iowa and you can listen to lots and lots of interviews i've been doing well roundabout radio is all about life in iowa and portraying life in iowa and it seems like all those stories that you're hitting are just exactly what I'm talking about. So let's get a, a cross-section of uh, some of the interviews that you've been having lately. Okay, well, uh, just just recently, uh, I got to interview a national champion. It, that person is Kaylee Moore, and she is from North English and English Valleys High School, and she is the United States Trampoline and Tumbling Association national champion, and she recently competed in Florida last month and uh, and achieved that status. That's that's one really neat person and uh, great interview with her. And she talks about the uh, uh, how it's her life and and what it takes to become a champion, and that's uh, really reinforces hard work and. Uh, not getting something handed to you. You've got to take the time. You've got to do what it takes to to become that champion. I've also uh, recently uh, interviewed a gentleman that is uh, trying to start up a new restaurant delivery service in Washington, Iowa, and within 15-mile radius of that. And it's a uh, the uh, app that he is going to have, it's similar to what would an Uber Eats or one of those types of places uh, would do, except they're not here. They're not in this area. And uh, this is called Snap Delivered, and it is an app. And he's already got 10, uh, 10 restaurants in the town of Washington signed up to be part of this. And he's in the process of looking for delivery drivers. So anybody listening that uh, needs uh, needs or wants a part-time job as a delivery driver, uh, Snap Delivered. Check them out. Go online, Google them, or however you do your search and uh, find Snap Delivered. And it has information on how to become a driver. It also has information on how to download the app so that once it's rolling, uh, you can get you can get food delivered to your house from from local restaurants. Ten different restaurants. You can just have it brought right to you. That's exactly. a that's a tremendous idea, and it will really help out the restaurants. I think. Yeah, and it's it's really something that I think this area would would use very much. So, I mean, 
we've got hardworking families and a lot of times you can't always get dinner uh, put together at home, but maybe if you could have a nice one delivered to you, that might be a way to go too, you know? Well, yeah, and creating some jobs and uh, probably yeah. some restaurants that he's working with really don't even have delivery guys, so. Exactly, so exactly. That, that is a tremendous idea. Well, yeah, well, also, uh, get recently talked to uh, Tricia Smith, who is the, uh, she's the uh, vice president of uh development and marketing for United Way of Johnson and Washington counties. And uh, um, we talked about a couple of different things, the affordable connectivity program. Uh, that's part of the, uh, the Biden administration infrastructure that uh, they have now taken billions of our tax dollars for. And uh, now this is an opportunity where uh, some people maybe locally can be able to use it. Uh, affordable connectivity program gets people set up uh, with with the internet and the connectivity for that through a uh, system that helps helps with the cost. And also, we talked about Thanksgiving in July. There's not very many uh, days left in July, but uh, you know, July is there's a need for food at the local food pantries all year long, and uh, even in uh, the summertime because of the fact that the kids that uh, usually would be in school, they're out of school at this time, and they may not, you know, that when they're at school, they're getting served, a lot of the kids are getting served a breakfast and a lunch, and that's not happening when they're not in school. So uh, there's definitely a need for the local food pantries uh, regarding that. So I've just had, uh, everybody I've talked to is just uh, full of great information and, and very interesting. Well, that is something I've been really been looking into and, and been concerned about is uh, how are the uh, how are the the food uh, pantries holding up? I mean, you would imagine the the you know people just can't afford groceries anymore. You know what I mean? Or they have to decide between putting gas in the car and and uh, getting extra groceries for their kid. It's a it's a pretty tough economy. It's a very tough economy, and uh, you know they've had uh, food chain supply uh issues uh in grocery stores obviously and and you know consumers we've seen that on the shelves well that also uh happens at the food pantries as well so they're looking for as much help as they can get well that's good how, uh so how can we access some of these uh these excellent stories that you've got that are you know real cutting edge stuff that's on the pulse of southeast iowa here well, well, how can they access these through the podcast? Well, through the first of all, they can definitely listen to KCII radio those three times a day, those hours of 7 a.m., 12 noon, and 5 p.m. But you can go to kciiradio.com, click on podcast, and there'll be JJ Nicking Company in touch with Southeast Iowa, and it'll take you to all of our interviews. They're all recorded, and you can listen to them uh, at your leisure. What, what is this JJ Nick thing? I, I've, I've seen they've been been working with KCI and sponsoring things. But what, what do they do? They are a farm implement company. They're avail They are in. Uh, they sell Case IH Farm All Country since 1920. They uh, are located in Pilot Grove, Mount Pleasant, and Sigourney. Oh well, that's that's right in the area there. Uh, that's, yeah, so they've been, they've been at it, as I say in my opening, for over 100 years. 
So it's been uh, so uh, you know baseball was a big big thing for KCII and those guys were out knocking themselves uh, silly uh, covering the sports and you were able to uh, pick up some of the slack I imagine with uh, with uh, you know with some of these other stories that you're getting to I think that's great that you've got this new focus you know uh, how how is it going are you hearing, getting some good response for the the programs that you're putting out. Well, uh, you know, it's going going very well. It definitely keeps the guy busy, that's for sure. And uh, it's um, when I run into folks here and there, uh, I've been getting compliments, so uh, that sounds good. I think if uh, if they didn't like it, they wouldn't have to say anything, you know. So that's <laughs> that's always good when you hear something, hear a nice compliment from someone. And uh, um, it's been fun. And it's and what's kind of nice too is I've been able to. Uh, expand a little bit and uh i'm now on the air weeknights from 6 p.m until 11 p.m doing uh doing uh hosting uh the evening on kcii uh, bringing people the the music of the day the news of the day and uh little interesting tidbits i come up with that i like to share so if you uh want to have some fun in the evenings i'm on from 6 to 11 monday through friday and I also saw you were there at the fair with the van or something. Uh, yeah, with the Big Red Radio. Uh-huh. So tell me about the Big Red Radio and, and uh, what was this, your experience at the fair like? Well, uh, first of all, it was hot. <laughs> I called it. I called it severe clear. You know, it was so, but it was. Uh, you know, I. It's fair. It's the fair. It's in July. It's fair, fair week. It's going to be hot. If it's not hot, it's going to rain like crazy, and that's not going to be fun. So I think everybody would rather have it hot and be able to get things done than than some of the alternatives. But yeah, it, um, the fair experience for me was fun uh, with the Big Red Radio. I I was out there a couple different days of the week. I was there on I think day three, and then maybe day five, whatever Tuesday and Thursday were. And I was out there in the morning to start things off, and uh, it was just uh, wonderful to see the participation, the uh, the 4-H youth and the FFA youth and their parents, and uh, just an incredible the amount of dedication that goes into it. And the, the fair is a culmination of everything they work for all year long. Well, are there any other events coming up in uh, the area that uh, you'd like to mention or maybe uh, our listeners would like to attend? Well, I know the Louisa County Fair is coming up, I believe it's July 27th and 28th, so that's later this week. That's out there in uh, Columbus Junction, so that'll be a good time. And then uh, I know Crooked Creek Days in Winfield, I believe, is August 5th and 6th, So, and I'm going to be out there on August 6th with the big red radio i'll be out there for like four hours that saturday so looking forward to that well i've always wanted to see that big red radio that that clifford the big red dog those are the two dreams that i've got (laughs) well you'll have to stop out well i i I sure would like i'd like to get to some of these events and uh, i'm thinking about trying to get to some fairs or some kind of the uh events and just setting up a table and just doing man on the street interviews, you know, to to find out what is what is on people's mind right now, you know. Well, Winfield, Iowa, would be a great place. I recently um, interviewed the mayor of Winfield, and I believe his name is Willie Bender, if I'm not mistaken. And if I am mistaken, I apologize, Mr. Mayor. But we recently talked about the fact that. 
uh, Winfield is going to be having a new Dollar General store in the near future. I think I heard that that interview. That was a, and that's a big deal for the people in Winfield. I think it is a huge deal for a number of reasons. The first one is uh, they will be able to get general store items a lot closer to home. Otherwise, you know, in the past they might, would have to go to um, Mount Pleasant or Washington. And both are quite a bit of distance in between. So that's a big deal just for that. And then the fact that, uh, you know, some people, local people are going to have jobs there. Well, that's good, too. You know, this, I live in Richland, and, you know, and if I just need one thing, if I just need some ketchup, you know, to, to yeah. make a meatloaf or something, you know, and I don't have enough ketchup, that's a drive to Fairfield or a drive to Washington. You know what I mean? That's yeah, that's. I do. Uh, you know, uh, 30, 40 mile plus uh, round trip for me, you know? Yeah. So, exactly. yeah, we'd love to have one here, but there's one in Hedrick and one in Brighton, you know? So, but the the Dollar Generals is, is perfect for these little towns, aren't they? They, they really do answer a need. And it's, it's evident that uh, the more of them that pop up, there's, there's a definitely a big enough need that, uh, and it's something that they're successful and profitable with, or they wouldn't be. So well, um, it's a good thing. Well, plus think of all the young people that live in those small towns, you know, and then they need groceries, but you know, they're, they're looking at a, a $20 bill to drive to town and back for the groceries, just for the gas for the, to get the groceries, you know? Exactly. Exactly. So, well, John, uh, I hate, I can't get you off the, the phone unless I hear a little bit about how the book's going and any more uh, libraries or any more uh, book uh, uh, speaks uh, speeches you're making or get together. Yeah, well, uh, recently uh, in, I think it was July 9th, if that was a Saturday, I was in uh, West Des Moines, Iowa at the Valley West Mall for a, uh, a book expo there and uh, met a, several several neat people there at that event and uh i'm just uh you know definitely uh still hoping and helping and anytime anybody wants to talk about the book i'm i'm willing to talk about it and sells uh you know i'm i'm waiting to get my quarterly report from the publisher that should be coming in the next day or two so it'll be interesting to see how second quarter 2022 did uh nationally i mean it did i did do I've done well on a local level selling at different uh, events where I've spoke at uh, libraries and book signings. I was recently at the Washington Public Library, and I was also in uh, Peoria in June for a book expo there. So getting around a little bit. I'm going to be working my way down towards uh, Texas where my daughter lives here when we get a little bit closer to the fall. But, uh, yeah, it's been it's been exciting, and I, I keep trying to promote it and I really believe that uh, we were blessed uh, with uh, many miracles and the Lord lined up angels to help my daughter, Christy, and we were blessed. And I think it's my job. I know it's my job to share that with people. And that's one of the reasons the book was written. And so now I'm on this part of it, uh, trying to let people know more and more that uh, faith, it's there and have the faith and the Lord is there. Well, that's uh, that's refreshing to know in this, this day and age where it just seems like uh, people's faith is almost under attack all the time. Yeah, it's uh, there are a lot of forces at work out there, and uh, um, one thing to remember we've we've got uh, 
over 2,000 years of, of history in the Bible, you know, 2,000 years plus of history in the Bible uh, that uh, it's got a pretty good track record. Well, what I like about your book is it does show how faith is valuable in your life, in your family's life. And there's literally times, you know, if you're married and raising kids, there's times when things are out of your control. And the only thing you can lean on is faith, isn't it? Oh, yes. Most of the time, things are out of your control. I mean, there's so much of it that is, you know, but you get a kid that has an illness or something, you know what I mean? And and, uh, without faith to lean on, what, what do you lean on? Well, when I first uh, heard on June 11th of 2019 that my daughter had uh, collapsed at work and then we found out later it was cardiac arrest, the only thing I could do is fall to my knees and pray. Yeah, and that's it was, what uh, it's uh, some people's last resort and it seemed to be your first resort, you know? Yeah, it, it, it was, I was here alone in my home waiting for my wife to get here so we could head to Texas, and, and that's what I did. Well, that's, and that's all we can do with, with that situation and so many different situations. Yeah. Well, I sure uh, thank you for being with us. Is there anything else that we didn't uh, get to talk about? Oh, I'm, I'm sure there is, but nobody wants to listen to me that long. We'll have to do it some other time. <laughs> well, they do. They got three times a day and then in the evenings, too. Uh, so uh, it's really great catching up with you, John. I appreciate you you keeping our listeners up with what's going on. Uh, I can't do it all by myself. <laughs> no, but you're you're doing a great job, Dave. I listen to your, your uh, podcasts all the time, and, and uh, especially when you, you share the links on Facebook, I always – Make sure to give it a like, and when I give it a like, that means I listen to it. Oh, that's what that means? That's good. Yep. Yep. I, I like that's hearing good. that. But we've been doing good. You know, we're, our, our average is up, and we're just about to get our 6,000th listener, and uh, feels like maybe we're making a little bit of a difference. I think you are. I mean, you know, they used to say, what was that, uh, 50, 50 million Elvis fans can't be wrong? Well, <laughs> 6,000 uh Mr. Southeast Iowa fans can't be wrong. Well, you know, we, we get them, we, we just go out and get them one at a time. That's how we, it, it's, uh, every day is a sales day and every day that we can, uh, provide content that people will listen to is, uh, another day we get to survive, I guess. A lot of these, uh, fancy ones aren't surviving, but we seem to be just keep, keep doing well. And you just keep on keeping on, buddy. That's all you can do, right? All right. Well, we've been talk, talking with John Bain. Tell him the name of your show. Uh, the JJ Nicking Company in touch with Southeast Iowa on KCII Radio. That's oh. 106.1 FM, AM 1380. And it's also on 102.5 FM. And if they want to read a good book, what's one you recommend? Well, I recommend one that I wrote, Christie's Journey, The Beat Goes On. Is there any other authors around that you know about that have got books out? or? Yeah, uh, I, you should... Uh, um, check out Summer List book. Summer is from Fairfield, and her book is called 23 Summers Ago, and it deals with the battle that she had earlier in life with anorexia. Yeah, it's great when local people write books. I think uh, we, I don't think they're going to find a better champion than uh, Round Guy Radio when they want to get the word out about their books. So Yeah, and I, I say I highly recommend uh, that you uh, you get her on sometime. All right. Well, thanks, John, for being with us. 
Thank you, Dave. Appreciate it. This is Round Guard Radio with news you can use and won't give you the blues. And thanks for listening.